Welcome to the Corrupt Diddy Show. On today's podcast, we're talking treason. That's right. We're going to go to the supermarket and we're going to get a box of cereal called Treason Flakes. They're treasonous. Because what's going on right now is a perfect example of why I can't stand the hypocrisy in our politics. I can't stand the bullshit that's going on right now. And I, listen, you know, guys, the only reason why it frustrates me is because when the same narrative was being applied, for example, for the former president, you know, President Trump, who, in my opinion, should still be president. When he was on a phone call with the president from Ukraine, even when he, even when he released a transcript showing that there was nothing he did wrong, he, you know, the transcript was out there. You know, they all they still wanted to impeach him. And the biggest reason why they wanted to impeach him was because of the fact that they knew the funny business that was going on, you know, between Biden and the officials of Ukraine at the time when he was vice president under Obama and even after. So I, I, I've come to realize that, some, you know, certain a lot of these radical liberals in politics right now, they're not even focused on what they said they were going to do, even though what they did was already what they said they were going to do is bizarre. But they're not even there for the little guy like they claim to be. They're more focused on giving lap dances to the CCP and bowing down to them, you know, than actually doing anything that they promised during their campaigns when they constantly got reelected in Congress, you know, and even the newcomers. What gets me upset is that I noticed that the people, the, the you know, politicians on the left, they tend to accuse a lot of politicians on the right for things that they're actually doing. But they figure if they shed the light on somebody else, nobody will look at them and pay attention to what they're doing. What about that phone call between Biden and the guy that they appointed to be the president of Afghanistan or the leader or whatever he was called over there, you know? Before he actually left and fled, fled the country and turned on his people and, le and left them there to die and rot. Why don't we see that conversation going? Why don't we see the transcript from that? Nah, because the rules don't apply to them. You know, I've been, I've been hearing this headline and I'm, 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 interested, to, I'm, I'm interested to see how, how it turns out. It's going to be very interesting to see all the details, how they pan out, because this whole new detail about what is his name? Uh... Uh, Mike Milley, or whatever his name is, that general, that four-star general, I believe that he's four stars. You know how on January 8th, you know, he makes a phone call to a general in China saying, basically, uh, I'll give you a heads up if we're going to attack. You know, and to be fair, I have heard some reporting that there was more to that conversation about you know, don't take advantage of what's going on right now with this whole election thing. You know, um, if you strike us, we'll strike you. Even though it hasn't been confirmed, what, what they know for a fact that's been confirmed is that the, there was a phone call between general to general of him basically saying, I don't care what the president says. Um, you know, 
telling people to disobey the president if he calls in an order for a nuclear strike. And if it does happen that they would let the, you know, that he would let the, the general in China know ahead of time, you know, in advance, giving them, you know, an opportune time to be ready. This is what I'm, this is what I'm just hearing. I just literally was, because I try not to pay attention to, you know, the news as much anymore because I realize a lot of it's all bullshit. Um, but this is what a lot of people are, are from all, from many different outlets are throwing out there. So I'm like, I'm trying to like, whoa, 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 what? So what I've gathered in the last 10 minutes, this is literally right before the podcast, was apparently there's some general there, Mike Milley, that called one of his buddies in China, one of the generals over there and said, listen, you know, I'll let you know, uh, don't worry if there's a, if there's a nuclear strike or we, or we attack you, I'll give you a heads up. That's basically the, the cliff notes of it. Now, it's, it, was it taken out of context? Is it missing details? I don't know. But everybody's covering it. And so far from skimming through everybody's point of view, I'm trying to find the positive outlook on here because at this point it sounds treasonous. You know, they were basically staging a coup against President Trump. It goes to show you that... We are no longer, or perhaps never were, you know, a government, a country that stands for freedom and respects the rule of law of the Constitution. That we only pick and choose when it's convenient. Sometimes, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, it's starting to sound like that. I love this country, don't get me wrong. You know, but like someone once said, you can double or triple our problems and we're still better off than the rest of the world. You know, and it pisses me off about what current administration is because of the fact that they're not being tough on China, on the CCP, not the Chinese people, the CCP, because believe me, there's millions of people in China right now that want their government gone. Believe me, it's not just Hong Kong. Believe me, there's millions of people in China that want the CCP gone. The problem with China is their government, not their people. They're they're. Through, through fear and violence and force, you know, they, are, they have brainwashed out of fear. They have basically put these people against the wall saying you better obey and talk good about us or you're going to die. You think I'm bullshitting? How is it any different than North Korea? The only thing, difference between China and North Korea is that at least China knows how they got the money and the skill set to somehow cover it up. To make it look like that's oh that's just all in your head. They're not you know North Korea doesn't have the the skills or the money to make it seem like nothing's going on. That, that that's just speculation. That's just rumors. You know, China knows how to cover it up pretty well to a certain extent. Because obviously, if you look hard enough, you'll still be able to find out what's really going on. You know. And it's amazing how many people bow down to the CCP. You know, NBA, Disney, corporations, you know, politicians. It's it's just, it's ridiculous. You know, and I've always said it from the very beginning. Their number one thing was they were never going to invade the United States head on. No, because they'll be slaughtered. You know, the same reason why they just fight over lands, uh, you know, certain islands and disputes, you know. In the South China Sea and, you know, in, 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 in the oceans near Japan and Korea and Vietnam and all these countries over there that they always try to do these ancestral claims to islands that they lost for whatever reason, you know, 
and that they start basically bullying the fishermen. They start trying to set up their battleships around areas to, to intimidate, you know. And let me tell you something right now. What this administration doesn't realize is that we need to have Japan's back more than ever. We need to have South Korea's back more than ever. Okay? We need to have their back. Because I'm telling you right now, and especially Taiwan, we need to have their back. Because I'm telling you right now, the way everything is going, we cannot allow these people to fend for themselves. Because they will never, we, they will never ever see us the same after us breaking our promises. Those, those three countries that I mentioned just right now, especially Japan, we cannot let them, don't get me wrong, I'm more than confident that that's why they won't invade Japan head on. Because I, have you seen Japan's Navy? They're, well, they don't call it, I'm not sure if they call it a Navy, but it's more like, um, I guess a National Guard, almost what we call a National Guard. Have you seen what they have over there in their ocean? Have you seen their National Guard, you know, their version of the Navy? What those things can do? But, bro, they're way ahead of their time. They're way ahead of their time. But it only takes a stupid general and some influence in the CCP to try to attempt to invade. Because they think right now our administration won't do shit. But maybe some some ass kissing phone calls. Please, please, don't hurt them. Please, come on, please. We'll give you we'll give you more politician. We'll give you more power. It's it's what it is. That right now, it, had it been President Trump right now, this whole shit about you know tempting and, and bullying Taiwan and and, you know, and telling them, you know, give in or we're going to destroy you. That wouldn't happen. That wouldn't happen. Believe me, it wouldn't happen. You know, because whether President Trump cared about Taiwan or not, it doesn't matter. The whole point is he does not like the CCP. He would have anything to stop communism. President Trump would have made sure. That's why they never that's why they never tried this bullshit when he was in office. They never tried it the way they're doing it now. You know. The fact that the CCP made an alliance, you know, with the Taliban tells you enough. You know why they're doing that. Because they want a a strategic, you know, base. They want a strategic point of power in the Middle East. That's their way. Because now they know that if we attack the Taliban for whatever reason, after they've already claimed allegiance to China, that it's not going to sit well with other countries that are are basically buddy-buddy with China. That's my opinion. I could be dead wrong. I want to be wrong. There's times where I want to feel stupid because at least if I'm stupid, I know that what I thought was the truth that's more scary isn't going to happen. You know, this is just my personal opinion. You know, we need to have Japan's back, Taiwan's back, South Korea's back because as much as I believe those three countries alone can fight off China, it's only a matter of time before China will start getting reckless and start utilizing everything they got to the point where it's no longer about home defense anymore. Now it's a straight up fucking invasion. You know, now do I think, do I think it's, it can happen anytime soon? I don't know. 
But the problem is, is China has nothing but time. Because all they got to do is little by little, keep basically brainwashing our politics, keep placing money of corruption everywhere. You know, buying out politicians, buying out more stakes and companies, buying out more land, buying out more commercial real estate and private real estate, you know, residential. Keep buying out more uh, more stocks and ownerships and companies. You know, all they have to do is have some sort of power in every single sector in our government through influence or through partial ownership. And that will persuade them to look the other way. So, you know, so once they finally have enough stakes in companies and corporations and politicians and things of that nature, once they have more sway, enough, I believe, and that could take 20 years, I can take 10 years, I can take 30 years, but at the rate that everything is going, at the speed it's going, who knows, it may not even take 10 years, it could be way less than that. But I believe that once they have enough companies, corporations and government officials literally licking their fucking fingers... I think that's when they're going to get brave enough to start doing stupid shit by basically all those little islands and things of the nature that they're beefing and, and with Japan and, and you know, and Taiwan and, you know, and South Korea and all these all this territorial disputes and everything with that's going on with Vietnam. All this stuff, I think they're going to finally have the courage to start taking shit by force. You know, they learned that as long as they have some, you know, a, a, a Democrat president in charge, that they can do whatever the fuck they want because they proved it with Obama. You know, so I'm telling you, it's only a matter of time. It's a it's a timely process, but since they've already been doing this for so long and they made some progress, it's only a matter of time before I believe they reach the goal of where they're supposed to get. Now, listen, don't get me wrong, I'm. I'm a libertarian in heart because I do believe that both sides of the political aisle have some good ideas, you know, and, but lately, you know, it's not just because of my, uh, my religious, you know, beliefs or because I'm a family man, but, you know, lately the reason why I've been leaning more conservative, you know, over the last four years is because of the fact that I see, despite me not liking a lot of them, you know, as politicians, because of their track record, I, the fact that I see them as the only ones fighting for the things that I believe in, you know, the things that I see. And so, you know, I feel like this is something that a lot of you need to wake up and see. It, it, it used to be, but nobody thought politics was cool. You know, I used to think nobody paid attention to because, you know, my, what's the point of voting? It doesn't matter. It, it, it used to be that trip, that trendy hippie thing to say, right? But because so much people have not gotten involved over the last 20 years, you know, in their elections and especially their state and local, which matter so much more, you know, in your personal lives, because, you know, who you vote for, you know, locally and on a, on, you know, on a city level and state level. It affects you more than you know. But people don't pay attention to that. They're not really looking into the bills that are being proposed, you know, on the days of election. They're not really looking into the politicians to see what, you know, what's their track record? What are they really fighting for? Who who do they owe money to? You know, that's the best way you can you can judge a politician sometimes is to see who or who's been their donors, 
who's been who what com, what corporations now, not individual donors what corporation what corporate donors do they have because those are the ones that are more likely going to try to influence them you know so i i think with with this guy mike milley you know and that treasonous phone call in my opinion if it's exactly the way that a lot of these news outlets both on the left and right are reporting i think this guy should be tried with tried for treason Sorry to say that. This is my personal opinion. I think him, he's a disgrace to the military. I obviously I want to thank him for his service, but being a you know, being a traitor to the country in that in that sense of the level where you defy the commander in chief and the you know, the country that does hate us. Right now, I, I can safely say that I think that they are our enemies. The you know, the government, not the people. The China, you know, the Chinese Communist Party doesn't like the United States of America. You know, because we sent, we we seem to get in their way all the time. You know, when it comes to intrusions. You know, the fact that you gave them a phone call, they give them a heads up, and I don't know what's up. You know, hey, I got your back. Don't worry about. It. I'll give you a heads up. For me, that's treasonous. I'm sorry. You know, the phone call with Joe Biden, release a transcript. Be fair about it. I don't give a fuck what he said in the conversation. I because I already know what happened in Afghanistan. I think most people know what happened in Afghanistan. You know. But let me tell you something right now. I, another thing I find suspicious too, and I think I mentioned this in the other podcast, is why is it that they do not want to release the evidence of the true origins of the coronavirus? Everything keeps le- le- leading back to the Wuhan lab, but we keep trying to erase that narrative. But every every single time there someone tries to look into it, it all leads back to the Wuhan lab and gain and function. Why is it? You know why? Because if it comes out to the public that this was a manufactured virus, okay, and I'm just saying the obvious, we already know it is, but let me just try to somehow be illogical at this point and fair and say that if it somehow turns out to be that it is, you know, that that a man-made virus that was released from the lab, you know, a lab that had no business doing this type of research that was being funded by the NIH over here in the United States, I'm telling you right now, when that comes out, all hell is going to break loose. Because you know how many people died over this bullshit? Do you know how much people lost, you know, their livelihood? You know how many foreclosures? You know how many, you know, evictions that are now finally, and I hate to say the word finally because it's fucked up because there's a lot of people that really never wanted to stop working. And, but, you know, through to government, you know, interference, you know, they lost income or they had to close up and they were, by the time they were open up again, they were never able to recover the same. So much bullshit. But you know how many people lost their business, lost their lives, lost their livelihood, lost everything over this bullshit? If it comes out, because right now it's leading into this direction, and if it stays in this direction and finally they have no choice but it, and it comes out, I'm telling you right now, all hell's going to break loose because people, I don't give a fuck if they're on the left or the right. Anybody with intellect, you know, and a heart and a soul and common sense, okay, the fundamental minimums that you need to have in order to be a decent human being, okay, from both sides of the aisle, it doesn't matter, are going to be infuriated. And they're going to demand, you know, retribution against this. And you know what? I'm not even that mad at the CCP. If the truth comes out and it turns out that they 
they were the ones responsible for this virus and they leaked it out. Sure, they need to take responsibility. Absolutely. But the ones that really need to take responsibility and be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law is the politicians and the people in the government. You know, and I don't even care if they were from their previous administration. It doesn't matter who. Okay. Anybody who is part of this coup, who allowed, who funded this virus, who looked the other way so it can come into the country, you know, who basically used this as a weapon, as a political weapon, you know, to gain power in this country. Why innocent people died? It, it turns out to be true. Whoever was a part of that needs to be prosecuted. I'm telling you right now, all hell's going to break loose. And I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that when the when real independent, non-biased people look into this and they do the, in the investigation, I'm hoping that these are just rumors and it's not true. And it turns out that it was just some dumbass, you know, who was messing around with it and whatever and you know, and leaked it out because he was careless. I'm just hoping it's that. Although it doesn't seem like it's going to be that. I'm really hoping it's that because I really don't want it to be what the evidence right now is pointing out to be. Because once everybody finds out the source of this virus, how it leaked, who funded it, if it's so far, the evidence stays true, it stays on track, who knows, something can change. All hell's going to break loose when it goes public. Because it doesn't matter, I'm telling you, it does not matter what political system you're part of. The left, the right, the middle, independent, it doesn't matter. Somebody, uh, people on both sides, on all sides, are going to be furious. Because guess what? People lost loved ones from both sides of the aisle. Politics is just simply a name tag you put on every four years. In the end of the day, we're all civilians who just have to wake up every day in the morning you know, and go to work or go to school and live our lives and spend time with friends and family. We're still regular human beings who still got our own personal lives as civilians to live. And when your personal life, and a lot of people were affected by the coronavirus. So it is, it's, I'm telling you, trees and flakes everywhere. Everybody's buying the cereal. Trees and flakes. They're treasonous telling you man telling you and you know there's a lot of people from China that I met over here in this state especially when I you know when I was working for FedEx at the time great people man you know I see the American flags outside their homes when I'm making deliveries talking to them nice people man nice people great people you know and over, over the times of constantly being my regular customers when I was working at FedEx, delivering, you know, their stuff at their house, you know, whether it's their dog food or, you know, something they ordered online or whatever, you know, you make small talk with these people. And it's amazing over time, you know, uh, how they're hearing their stories and how they escaped China, how they came over here and, you know, they opened up a shop or, they, they escaped China, they came over here, went to school, and, you know, they're they're this now, or, you know, it's just amazing hearing how they came here with nothing on their backs. You know, I love when, I love, especially love when they pull out their photo, they always usually always have a photo in their wallet of, like, their families, and, 
and you know every uh, how, them their life when they came over here they all take that proud moment that picture when they arrived to america and it's crazy a lot of them just coming here with their, nothing but clothes in their back and still able to somehow some way go through the hustle and bustle and the struggle and work their way up and just become what they are today i i think it's it's an, always an inspiring story and it goes to show you that just because governments are bad doesn't mean that the people are you know and sometimes the people are supporting it because they're afraid sometimes they're being they're supporting it because they've been duped you know sometimes they're supporting it because they're ignorant they just whatever it takes not to be on the other side me personally i think politicians politicians are corrupt to a certain extent and I, I believe politics nowadays are just nothing like 19, the, the 1980s WWF professional wrestling. Everybody pretends to hate each other in front of the cameras on C-SPAN, but behind closed doors, they're all laughing and everything. Okay, you know, hey, hey, next week, I want you to hit me with this. Or I want you to, to criticize my, my bill on this. And I really want you to criticize my attitude on this and what I said. And, you know, like, I think it's all rehearsed sometimes with these, some of these politicians, especially the rhino conservatives. You know, but yeah, man, we really need to we we need to have Japan's back more than ever. Uh, Korea, South Korea's back. You know, Taiwan. You know, Japan right now is probably the only beacon of hope we have, the only true friend that we have right now. You know, when it comes uh, over there, and you know, in the Asian countries. You know, because they're the only ones right now that I believe. I'm not saying South Korea is not, but I I feel like between the both governments, South Korea tends to kiss a, kiss a lot of ass sometimes. And I'm talking about the government. You know, and I'm talking about some of the supporters. They tend to, you know, uh, kind of do some CCP neen, if you know what I mean, from time to time. You know. But they're still our, they're still our allies, and they will fight if push comes to shove. But I feel like Japan is the only one that truly understands, you know, what freedom is right now, and what's at stake. They truly the one of the ones that understand a hundred percent what's truly wrong with. Sorry, technical difficulties, guys. But yeah, you know, it's that's just what I, I believe is going on here. I believe it's like they're the only ones that truly understand what's at stake. And I'm sure there's politicians, you know, in there that are corrupt as well. You know, I think every country has their fair share of, you know, corrupt politicians or whatnot and people who have lost sight of, you know, their fundamental values of their people and everything. And I believe everybody has that same problem. That they got to deal with in their country when it comes to people of political power. But I'm hoping that between the alliance between the United States and Japan, that, you know, and South Korea and Taiwan, I believe I'm, I'm hoping that if that stays strong, despite all the chaos going on right now, I believe we can really slow down the effect, you know, that the CCP has over influence by showing unity and strength and patriotism, you know. But we'll see. We'll see what goes on. We'll see how many people uh, buy a box of treasonous flakes at the local supermarket at the expense of true patriots 
who are willing to die for their country and who are willing to fight for their cause and freedom. So we'll see. I don't know. You know, remember, in the end of the day, it's not that hard, man. You know, just freedom, you know, equality for all. And people should just, people have a right to be happy in their life as long as they're not infringing upon other people's rights and freedoms. And, you know, treat everybody how you want to be treated. Simple values, man. You know, stop judging someone based on the way they look, you know, and what they believe as far as religiously. And just judge them based on, you shouldn't be judging, period. But, you know, judge them on as who they are as a character, not by the way they look. You know, simple kind of basic common sense rules. But, you know, people on the left sometimes, especially the radical left, um, you know, they just don't seem to understand that, you know. They just want to be a bunch of racist CCP lovers, and that's fine. You know, one day they'll have to face their day. And we'll see, but all we can do is stay strong, you know, and unified together, man. You know, peace and love. That's all it takes, man. Anyways, guys, until next time, it's your boy Crump Diddy. Peace.